Inner Voice Certainty is today's episode 78 of 101 Things I Wish My Dad Taught Me. Brought to you by Universal Law Numbers 1,2,3,4,5. When I was a little boy I had a grandma. She was ancient, probably 50 in real life, but to me she was ancient and she was wise. When I visit grandma's house, we would go out into the garden and pick strawberries and sometimes laugh when we ate them instead of putting them into the garden bucket ready for dinner. Grandma was spectacular. She moved slowly, she didn't talk much, and she didn't have any really big expectations of me being good or bad. When I asked grandma a question about the garden, or something else, she would always think much longer than I thought it was necessary, before she answered. Grandma, whether it was true or not, portrayed for me absolute certainty. If grandma said it was true, it was true. This certainty grandma portrayed had some conditions to it. Of course I didn't realize that at the time. The first thing that gave grandma the right to have certainty was her age. She had lived a very long time and therefore there was a sense that wisdom had accumulated. Secondly grandma didn't worry too much about stuff. My father and stepmother on the other hand worried about everything small, even the way I put my knife and fork at the dinner table, but grandma didn't care. The next thing that gave grandma permission to be certain, was that she was very very calm even when I broke a plate that belonged to her family which is quite a long time. Grandma would just put her hand on my shoulder and say don't worry about it. Little did I know that grandma was teaching me the elements of having personal certainty and that I would be teaching this one day on a blog in September in 2022. Let's now create today's checklist on certainty. 1. The absolute absence of mind noise. 2. A dispassionate attachment to everything. 3. Unconditional trust for the future. 4. A sense of self-satisfaction in the present. 5. A blatant disregard for the opinions of others. 6. An overwhelming feeling of kindness. 7. Generosity that makes giving more important than getting. This checklist creates for us an everyday language that does not require 45 years of meditation in order to create certainty. But before we start examining each of those bullet points it may be wise to emphasize the importance of certainty. Uncertainty breeds the worst in all of us. Uncertainty means that we don't trust the future. Therefore, as a result of not trusting the future, we fear it. Now, a person who doesn't not trust the future must find a way to survive. Survival in this instance is not about killing a wild buffalo or for that matter not having a job because these things have been almost guaranteed now by people who feared the future and made companies accountable for sustaining or securing the future. But a deep down fear of the future does not end with security for job or income. There are seven areas of life and this fear of the future finds a home in all of them. When it does, it causes people to enter or stay in relationships that are toxic but provide security of the future. It causes people to try to participate in sports that need courage so that they feel, in spite of their fear of the future, courageous. But a person who has no certainty must therefore have no trust in the future. And this lack of trust poisons everything. Boiling this down to everyday life. A person who fears the future, in other words does not have certainty or trust in the future, feels perpetually insecure and therefore seems to have a passion for defending themselves, just in case. In this case, an individual who fears the future will attach themselves to a goal and invent some form of nirvana once they reach it. They will say that they are fighting to achieve something and at that time everything will be okay. This leads to the ultimate insecurity. Just in this paradox you can see all of five laws of nature contradicted. Firstly, there will be balance in the achievement of that goal and therefore the first law of nature is being defined by the ego. The second law of nature says that we will evolve at the border of chaos and order, but the ego is set on a goal in which chaos, things going wrong, 
is a catastrophe and in that case there is either the avoidance of adventure or bitter resentment of chaos. So the individual on this path cannot be trusted. It is also a defiance of the third law of nature which says nothing is missing. The individual who seeks a goal in order to create a nirvana in their life is actually bypassing the fact that nevada is already in their life. By being ambitious in this way they become very very ungrateful human beings and nothing affects the health of a human or the relationship of a human more than ingratitude. The fourth law of nature suggests that everything vibrates according to its own kind. In other words thought is very important. The thought that nirvana will appear once we achieve a goal is what is defined as bipolar. In gravitating toward bipolar thinking which is extremism, which attract other people who are equally desperate. Like attracts like at a vibrational level. And therefore in the process of achieving such a nirvana-like state, desperate people with a bipolar foot process, attract similar people. There is no greater guarantee of failure in life than to desperate people trying to become one non-desperate person. And finally the fifth law of the universe and therefore the fifth law of nature, the law of the one and the many. A strong focus on a goal creates a single-minded ambition which in the western world is often heralded as fantastic in children especially. But this is like climbing up a mountain only halfway and doing it backwards. When we make our own goals our single focal point, we miss out on the other aspects of life that need also to have emphasis, we miss out on one single important component of life. And that component is generosity and giving. When we become self-obsessed with our goals we create the worst of our humanity. And we may achieve those goals but it will be at the cost of being great. So in summary, it is easy for those who have no certainty of the future to create a mission that they believe will solve all their worldly problems. That person will attach themselves to others like a parasite in order to create their certainty. We cannot live without certainty of the future and the many disguises certainty comes in creates an opportunity to avoid this lost trust through lack of certainty. Once, religion filled this void because we were not allowed by law, to question religion and so it was I thought that was not permitted to be thought. You will hear some of the worst stories during times of war where people lost their best friends and had to explain it to themselves as they were being encouraged to stand up and die in the same way. In these circumstances certainty was questioned. And in these circumstances religion played a huge role. But we have learnt that it was smoke and mirrors that created religion in the first place and that as we evolve past our Neanderthal ancestry, and live in an even more information available world, such blind faith does not stand the test. And so we need more than ever the pathway to personal certainty. It is a good time for you to sit down and say have you attached yourself to something that you feel will cause you more certainty? In other words are you defying the universal laws and fighting against nature in your very own life? You know that, that fight cannot be won and therefore if you continue it you will cause either yourself or those you project onto untold harm. People think that they think. But people very often are too frightened of the future to think. If you are one of those people who are lacking certainty and therefore attaching yourself to some future nirvana space that you will achieve if you work hard or change your job or move to a different city or change your partner, and you do not wish to think about what you think, the solution is very simple and that is to find solace in a religious faith. It doesn't matter which one because they are all, 100% of them, designed to help you have certainty of the future. They are at their core, philosophies that define the future so you don't have to. But if you are one person out of 100 who would like to think rather than think that you think, it is wise to explore the concept of certainty in your life. Certainty may be a foggy word for some, so let's distill it down and maybe instead use the word trust that the future will be great, or, belief that you are supported to create the future you desire. But in order to think you must remove every adjective from this future question. Will I be happy? Will I be great? Will I be loved? Will I be healthy? Will I be joyful? Will I be successful? Will I be inspired? Will I be a great? 
and to relieve yourself of the untold suffering that will come if you say yes I will be these things in the future let me tell you right now that you are all those things already, this is the fourth floor of the universe at play in your life and you cannot have certainty unless you recognize it. There is a great song which is worthwhile looking up on the internet and that I cannot put here because I will get into trouble for breach of copyright. That song is K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Doris Day introduced it in the Alfred Hitchcock film The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1956, 5, singing it as a cue to their on-screen kidnapped son. 4, the three verses of the song progress through the life of the narrator, from childhood, through young adulthood and falling in love, to parenthood, and each asks what will I be? Or what lies ahead? The chorus repeats the answer, what will be, will be. Normie Rowe from Australia did a great version too. And so while we can achieve material outcomes in the future that are different to the material outcomes we have right now, we cannot achieve adjectives in the future that we don't have right now and it is a matter of recognizing the gift of life in this present time, just like my beautiful old grandma, that brings us into a state of mind where we can have certainty of the future. Life is more than what we make it. If you recognize the blessing and understand those blessings through the mirror and lens of the universal laws, you have found certainty and from that certainty the future, no matter what transpires, is absolutely trustable and certain. You cannot fail. And instead of the quote K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be, you can sing to yourself what is will never change only in form. My favorite affirmation in this regard is. I need nothing. I want nothing. And therefore, I have everything. From this place, you can find the certainty that allows you to be strong and yet generous and kind all at once. A profound state that very few people achieve and can only be achieved through understanding and applying the universal laws that cannot be denied. Don't fight nature it's a battle that can't be won even if our ego suggests it can. With spirit. Chris, that's the end of this episode.